0: Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezia Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. In this week's podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you the key foundation if you want to see some shifts and changes in your gut, in your IBS, in your bowels, and your bloating, In your periods, in your perimenopause or menopause symptoms, in your skin, in your mental health, your anxiety, your mood and your energy. Yeah, all of those things can benefit from this, from what I share with you in this episode. And it's also the mistake I see people make the most is that they don't, they don't have this foundation. They don't know this and therefore they just get busy doing all the healthy eating stuff see no results, get really disappointed and end up just like diving headfirst into a tub of ice cream because they haven't got the right foundation. So I really want you, this is such an important episode for the start of the year. Whatever change you're wanting to create in your health, you have to make sure that this foundation is in place. And it's really a practice. It's not a one and done thing. It's something about in your day-to-day life and the practice that. And I'll share with you some of the The practical applications of that so this is a really pivotal podcast that I know if you implement it's one of those foundations that when you get it right you'll suddenly find that you're you see more results and you see them quickly and you see them with more ease which I mean I I, I, who doesn't want that so maybe you've been struggling with IBS and awful periods for like forever (laughs) And you've tried lots of things, low FODMAP, you've tried this, you've tried that. And some things maybe have helped a bit, but nothing's really made a difference. When you get this foundation in place and you really get it and you apply the practices and some of the tools that I'll talk about that are really easy and free, then you'll actually probably start to gain real traction. It's incredible. I see it all the time. <laughs> so that is what we're talking about today's episode. But I'm so glad that you are here. Um, I am in the midst of just kicked off the shift challenge, which I'm excited about. and. As you start listening to this, I, this week, I will be, if you're listening to this live around, you know, the 24th of January, I am going to be announcing my shift sale. That's going to be going on till I think, as I'm recording this, the end of January. And it is going to be an incredible, um, basically like bundle and sale I'm doing on my shift retreat. So if you're thinking and looking down the barrel of the year, And you really know, you're like, Kezia, I really am done with the feeling frumpy and fatigued and fat and any other F descriptive. Like you're just done with feeling always tired, always bloated, just unwell. Not like maybe you're not seriously, seriously unwell, but you just feel... Ugh. And you felt that way if you're really honest with yourself. You felt this way for a long time. This isn't just like, oh, it was just because of uh, Christmas and January. No, you felt this way months ago. You felt this way years ago and nothing has changed. If that's you, I really want to invite you. Make sure you're on my email list. If you're not on my email list, go to forward slash join because I'll send you all the details of the shift sale and where to go to make the most of it. There's going to be an incredible... 10 month payment plan on the shift retreat itself so if you don't know the shift retreat is an in person luxury retreat I'm doing outside of Edinburgh in Scotland in March this year so if you if you really need to hit the reset button you really need to create change but you just are so tired and so fed up that you can't seem to create that if that makes sense you're like the desire is really there like it really is but you just can't seem to get consistent. You can't, you don't have the energy to figure it out, to fanny around and research all the things. You just want to know what to do and you just want to hit the reset button, but you can't see evidence and data and history is telling you that you are not managing to do that on your own, which is really normal by the way, because humans were not meant to really create transformation on our own, essentially, um, then I want to invite you to come to the shift retreat. There is some spaces left. I am announcing the shift sale, which means you can get a 10 month payment plan, making it really affordable each month. Um. there's also going to be a discount. So you just save money. And if you just get in there quick, I'm also going to be giving a free one-to-one program that's worth over a thousand pounds with it. So it actually becomes an in-person retreat and uh, a one-to-one health program all mushed in together. So we'll work together on the run-up to the retreat, if you sign up with this bonus, and then you'll kind of end your program with the retreat, which is such a good way. This isn't like an isolated thing. You can, and I think it's just such a good way to create the change that is available to you. I know that your brain is like, no, that's not for me, or it's not worked before, or like, I just know you can feel better than what you do right now. And like, it's, you definitely can. I'm not necessarily saying you'll Everything, like, you know, you'll win the lottery tomorrow. <laughs> like, I can't guarantee that. But I know just from my work and, my, and the amount of people I've worked with that you can feel better than you do right now. And I'm guessing you listen to this podcast because you really want to. And it's time. It's time for you to step up and step in. Like, you get to feel good. Like, you do. I know you wouldn't consciously contradict that. But if you really look at your actions and what you've been tolerating, it is a radical thing for a woman to say, hey, I get to feel good. Like, I, I want to feel good and that's allowed. I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to prioritize this. It's like a radical thing. So, yes, it feels scary. But anyway, I feel like I'm rambling now. <laughs> but I've got the in-person retreat happening in March I've got some amazing people coming. There's still some spaces left and I want you to come. And until the end of January, there is a special um, discount and bonuses going on, the shift sale. If you want to know more about that, make sure you are on my email list because I'll be emailing out. All the spaces will be first come, first serve. And I really expect this to book out. Like, I just think it's going to be a really powerful experience. It's like all the work I do online, plus that in-person experience of, me cooking for you, circle time together, making cacao, doing detox things. You'll have a personalized plan of action, like all this good stuff. It's going to be incredible. So I would love, love, love to see you there. Um, and the sale should be announced tomorrow, I think, or today, depending on when you listen to this live. So basically just make sure you get emails from me, keziahall.com forward slash join, keziahall.com forward slash join, make sure you get my emails. And then this podcast is, I'm sharing with you one of the first mini workshops I did as part of the shift challenge. And so this is part of that workshop. I've edited it a bit. Um, and it's really, really good one that I, it's so important that you get this. And there's part of why I'm doing the shift retreat is that I've realized from the work that I do with clients and from my own journey is that we literally need to practice shifting this we need to practice shifting our eating, practice shifting our nervous system, and actually it's way easier and more powerful when we do that together. When we do that in community, there's just this, this accountability, this community energy, this like-mindedness. You don't feel like you're alone. You don't feel like you're weird. You're not the only one trying to do this. When you do it all together, it's so powerful. So that's why I've been running the shift challenge because it's a mini way of doing that. But the shift retreat is gonna be like super charged. I'm really, really excited for the results people are gonna see. So caresyouhold.com forward slash join. Otherwise, let's get on with the show. It's really about you creating the shifts that you wanna create in your hormones, in your bloating, in your IBS, in your energy, maybe in your brain and in your mood and really looking at how do we create those shifts with more ease and with more um, speed? Like how do we actually do that? Sorry, I'm just knocking my microphone. And how do we actually do that? What is some of the strategy, like the practical how to's? And then how do we do that in a way that feels more easeful because when things feel easier, you're going to be more consistent in taking action. Stuff feels really hard. I see a lot of people just like getting really burnt out trying to be healthy. And that all that whole all or nothing thing is actually just really, really toxic. So that's what we want to look at is a little bit of what does it actually look like to create some real tangible shifts, which I know you can do. Like I know I've worked with so many people. I know you can feel better than what you do right now. I, I, it's just really clear to me. There's just like a couple of things you can do to have more energy, better hormones, improve gut health. And that's what we're going to be talking about. Because I would love for you to go into 2023 and really create those shifts that you've probably been wanting for like a really long time. <laughs> like really change the bloating and the hormones, or your energy, or your mood, or your body composition, or whatever it is, really create those shifts that you've been craving for a while, because I, I know you can do it. It's not a question of if it's possible, it is possible. Chances are, I mean, you. and if you want me to, if you're not sure and you're like, yeah, Kezia, but I have this, 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 and this, I'm not sure I can ever feel better. Let me know, leave me a post and I can give you my honest thing. Everybody's body, everybody's parameters is different. We're all really unique. Maybe you're living with five autoimmune conditions. And so, but you can still feel better than what you do right now. I do still stand by that 100%. You can feel better. It's not about if. It's not, oh, maybe this will work. It can work. It will work. But it won't work if you don't show up, if you don't participate, and if you don't want it, essentially. So this isn't about if this is going to work for you. This is about when. When it's going to work for you. When do you want it to change? When do you want to feel better? And so that, from my perspective, because I do this, every single week, like the confidence I have is just, and just even just the training I have, some of it, it's not even like just confidence, it's just, this is what happens to your cells when you do this, and this is the real, it's just, it's just very practical. So I know that you can feel better, and that is what this shift challenge is for. Okay, so foundation number one, let's dive into it. We've got the nervous system. So one of the, the mistakes that I see people make all the time is that they get really fixated on food and restriction and getting whatever things, whether it's sugar, whether it's gluten, and there's, there's nothing wrong with addressing food. I'm a nutritionist. I talk to people about their food all the time. I help my clients make change their relationship with food all the time. I love food. But the mistake that I see people make is that they get really obsessed about food and they really forget some of these other key foundations. And one of the foundations is your nervous system. So I'm going to explain really quickly what that is in a really high level. I'm not going to go into much detail. The nervous system is a really vast system. We're really just focusing on like a little specific part of it. So we have the nervous system and that's job really is to send messages on a basic level and electrical signals really all around the body from the brain down your brainstem, covered in nerves. That's how we can move our fingers, how we talk, how we breathe, all these things. So, so much of your nervous system is automatic. A lot of what your nervous system does is, is not con- it's not impacted by our conscious thought. It just Your heart just beats, your lungs expand, your hands just move. So that's, that's not the part of the nervous system we're looking at. We're looking at the practices and, um, and supporting your nervous system in terms of regulation when we're looking at a stress response. So we have a parasympathetic stress response and we have a sympathetic stress response. A sympathetic stress response is our, uh, commonly known as fight, flight, flee, or fawn. Um, so fawn is a more of a newer one in the research. Fawning is like people pleasing, just being like, oh, I'm set like a little fawn. Like, love me. Um, I won't do anything. You know, doubt does fit in. There's that fawning response. There's a freezing response where you don't do anything. There's a fighting response where it's that aggressive go, go, go. And there is a fleeing where you just run. Um, also I really like to think of this state as this is often how you feel when you're just getting stuff done. Like when you're feeling productive, when you're like, boom, to-do list, go, right, tidy the house, done the thing, sent the emails, done that meeting, done that, whatever it is. You, like that sense of product, because most of the time when I talk about fight, freeze, flee, or fawn, you're like, Kezia, yeah, I've had moments obviously in my life where I feel like that, but I don't feel like that all the time. Where actually when you, when what I do with my clients all the time is may help them to realize, that actually, that like that brain of writing constant lists and thinking and planning and going and what should I do? What about, what about this? Oh, I need to do this. Even you can be like sit, you can appear to be um relaxing watching Netflix, but your brain can be going on with a bunch of to do lists and no, no, what about this? Oh, I think about and then planning this and doing this and doing. And actually, what that means is your nervous system is still in a sympathetic nervous state. You can be in a circumstance. You can be in an external circumstance that looks so relaxing. You can be like at a friggin' spa day, but if your brain is, what's next? Oh, I've got, to, I've got to send that email to, oh, I forgot about that. Oh my gosh. Oh my God, that relationship. Oh, you can, your body, your physicality, your brain can still be having and be stuck in that sympathetic nervous response. Nervous response. And most of the people I work with have that, um, are very stuck in that, state that sympathetic nervous state even though they don't think they are even though they're like no no no, this isn't often we really resist that because the idea of being stressed is like well no because i don't feel stress like in your day-to-day life you're not waking up like oh my gosh a bear's gonna eat me we don't have that kind of circumstance going on although you might have stressful circumstances Really your sympathetic, being in that sympathetic nervous response is really about your brain, whatever messages your brain is getting. And another part of this, which we'll maybe dive more into in the masterclass, another part of this is we often think of stress as just circumstances. So your boss screaming you at your face, your child screaming at you and pouring porridge on the walls. (laughs) Just <laughs> what happened to me this morning. You're um you're late for a meeting and you're in the car and in traffic. Like these, we often think, okay, circumstances can be stressful, but there's actually a whole array of things because you think about your brain. Your brain receives messages. It's like this little satellite, woo, and it receives messages. So you have these external circumstances: child screaming at you, late for a meeting. Um, really stressful, sickness in the family, child wakes up with chicken pox, whatever. These are all stressful data inputs into your brain. Yeah, but those are all the classic ones we think about. But there's also, that's not the only stressful things. There's also these internal signals from inside that will also go into your brain and stress it out as well. So you might have gut um, inflammation and infection. There might be hormone imbalances, nutrient depletions. There might be poor sleep quality. All of these things are also messages of stress to your brain. There's There's things like mold toxicity or other different things that can be going on that will also internally be stressing you out. So you, so what I see a lot with clients is they might not have circumstances that are stressful in their lives, but their bodies are chronically stressed and stuck in a sympathetic nervous state because they have other input signals constantly going on. Maybe there's some adverse childhood events that isn't presently happening, but it still affects their brain. There's maybe poor sleep. There's nutrient depletions. There's gut um, infections there's inflammation going on in the body there's other other input signals going on so it's really it's, yes your circumstances can be stressful but it's not just about your circumstances it's also about how your nervous system has been regulated and trained as a child as well if you um we learn how to regulate our nervous system quite young and i know in, for my age and generation The style of parenting that happened when I was young wasn't big on letting your kids feel their feelings and regulate their emotions. It was like, stop being sad, you know, and my parents are great and doing the best job that they could do. But we then have to learn often. We have to learn as adults and realize actually, oh, we don't. Our nervous system isn't regulated. Meaning for most of the clients I work with, they're stuck in the sympathetic nervous state. So what if this got to do with like your bloating, your heavy periods, your awful perimenopause, your like anxiety, your low energy, your IBS, your constipation, your diarrhea, like, don't worry. I am, there's gonna, it's, I'm gonna bridge, build the bridge. It makes total sense. But I really wanna get this crossed to you because this is one of the key foundation, foundations people don't understand or get, if that makes sense. And so then they just like get more and more stressed out about food and, all the things like when instead of missing some of the key essentials, because if you can regulate oh little Robins just popped outside my window, I have a, look, I have a little window behind here with like trees. I often get a squirrel and a Robin. Hello Robin. Anyways, if you don't regulate, um, if, if you don't get this essential foundation in place, it can really, it can mean you can be eating really healthy and doing great exercise and yet making no progress in your symptoms. In fact, your symptoms might be getting worse. And you're like, because here I eat like fruit and protein and and I eat, kind of not perfectly, but I eat better than Susan over here and she doesn't have all these health issues. I exercise more than Bob over here. He doesn't have all these health issues. I think more about my health than all of these people around me, yet I am the one struggling most with my health. Why is that? If you've ever thought that, I, I sure have it will be because you've missed some of these key foundations and potentially all of this external food that you're eating that's maybe a brilliant healthy food is getting, you're not getting the most out of it because your nervous system is stuck in in a sympathetic nervous state. So the goal of this week, the shift challenge is really about giving you chance to practice tools that is gonna help you to shift more easily. Because when we think about nervous system, we have parasympathetic nervous state, we have sympathetic nervous state. Sympathetic nervous system state is like productivity, fight, flight, go, go, go. Parasympathetic nervous state is like, oh, I'm just gonna chill, I've just had a massage, this is nice, I'm safe, I'm gonna go to sleep. Oh, that was a nice cuddle. Oh, I'm so cozy, oh, this is nice. (laughs) vibe. meaning, that's my description of it. So the goal is not that you spend all your life in a parasympathetic nervous state. No, we'd never get anything done. The goal, healthy nervous system regulation is when you swing between the two, like a pendulum, So if you have children, the mornings are probably gonna be, get you into your sympathetic nervous state because there's screaming, there's shouting, there's porridge on the walls, there's school runs, there's all these things, I don't wanna go, where's my shoe, I've done a poo, wipe my, like all of that is like, that's just gonna get you in a sympathetic nervous state. Or maybe it's you commuting and getting to the train at the time at the right time to miss the train, otherwise you'll miss the meeting and that's fine the goal is that then you can flip back and go okay oh that was a bit of a shit show okay right it's all fine and then you might have a meeting where you're doing a presentation and that's quite that that, that will get your sympathetic your nervous system is sympathetic you know the goal is that we and the problem i find with working with hundreds and hundreds of clients and the thing that makes people's symptoms worse which i'll explain about in a minute is the fact that people are stuck There is no pendulum. People wake up in the morning, they get into a go, go, go mode, and they stay there all day, all day, all day. And then people wonder why they have poor sleep or struggle to get to sleep. The goal is that throughout the day you swing, boop, boop, like this, because that will help with your physical symptoms. So why does that help with your physical symptoms? And what does this have to do with like, bloating, IBS, and all these really practical things. It actually has a lot. And I know the way that I grew up anyway was that the that feelings of stress were totally unrelated to any system in my body. Like my emotions were like out here and had nothing to do with my body. That is just not true. I'm a holistic nutritionist. You are one whole fused being. Your whole body, emotions, symptoms, brain, mood, energy is all interconnected in this complex, beautiful system that is you, your whole body. So let's look at this really practically. One of the reasons why we need to get you into this parasympathetic nervous state is number one, it's going to affect your digestion. As soon as your body goes into that sympathetic nervous state, your brain on a primal level is focused on surviving, fighting, fighting, Getting ready for that presentation. Getting ready for the school run. It's like that energy, that wired kind of just productivity. It's not all bad. This isn't. This isn't all bad. You know, I get stuff done because I can get my nervous system into that state. It's really important, but we have to have the right balance. So, the, it, when my body's like that, it does. It's its focus is on surviving on a primal level, or probably more how you feel is you're just focused on like getting stuff done so your brain isn't focusing on digestion your digestion happens proper digestion happens in a parasympathetic nervous state because in a part when your body is in the stress state you reduce your stomach acid secretions you reduce your digestive enzymes you don't produce bile you're not going to have the correct peristalsis your brain in a parasympathetic nervous state is not going to send through a Optimal signals to your gut to digest food. So, if you're in a chronic sympathetic state, you'll often find yourself with IBS and um, bloating, bowel issues, because you won't be digesting food properly. Because when you eat food, even if you're like sitting around the table and apparently it's chilled, if you've not been able to shift out of that sympathetic nervous state, you will be having poor digestion. You will not be digesting your protein properly. That can be fermenting in the gut and create different in, um, bacterial infections and all sorts of things going on. So that's just one way. Another thing, if we talk about hormones, so if we're thinking about hormone balance, when we're making hormones in the body, all your hormones get made from cholesterol. This like your body makes this big, let's just call it a big pool of cholesterol. It's not actually how it works, but metaphorically. And then it uses that to make hormones, like all your steroid hormones, like cortisol and estrogen and testosterone and DHEA and all of these different things. There's lots of hormones in the body, but I'm honing in on your sex hormones, the ones that we think about when we talk about hormones. But it's worth noting there's tons of hormones in the body (laughs) that do loads of things. So if if your body is often in the sympathetic nervous state, The the result of being in that state is high adrenaline production, cortisol production is your brain is going to get your adrenals to make, to be like, okay, right, go, go, go. And that is what those hormones do. So your body is going to take this pool of cortisol that it has and prioritize because the brain is in that sympathetic nervous state, your body's going to prioritize cortisol, prioritize adrenaline, prioritize these other hormones that when they get into your system, help you to get up and go. You know, in the morning, we all have we all get woken up or should get woken up by a spike in cortisol that happens. And that's like your natural alarm clock. I do obviously have a lot of clients where that doesn't happen. So if you really if you're the kind of person that doesn't wake up in the morning for like 2 or 3 hours, it probably is because that rhythm you have is off kilter. You're not necessarily getting that nice cortisol surge it kind of gets you up and going. The problem is, is if your cortisol just stays high, you can see how that's going to have an impact on your other hormones because your body doesn't have an unlimited supply of ingredients to make your hormones. So if your brain is in the sympathetic nervous state, it's always going to prioritize your more stressed-based hormones, and that can lead to imbalances in your sex hormones, in estrogen, in your progesterone, in all of these kinds of things. talk about energy why what is your nervous system got to do with your energy and your mood again it has loads to do with that if your mood is um if we think about cortisol so in sympathetic state your body's going to release cortisol let's keep it really simple cortisol is gonna is gonna is there to help you fight flee freeze. So what does it? What do you need to fight? What do you need to flee? You need lots of sugar and glucose in the blood. So when you have that cortisol in your system, your body is going to be more inclined to release stored sugar, meaning you create this insulin balance. So you could be someone that actually can doesn't eat a lot of sugar, but your insulin management can be really dysregulated, aka causing more fat storage, more mood drops, more hangry, hungry moments because not necessarily because you just eat Mars bars all day, but because your cortisol levels are really elevated and you're releasing some of these stored sugars, or it's creating cravings, more sugar cravings, caffeine cravings, all of these kinds of things. So it really can impact your energy. When you can shift your nervous system throughout the day, tell your body that it's safe. Because really when we're looking at a parasympathetic nervous state, what a really simple way of thinking about it, it's not necessarily the scientific way, but it's really about safety. Is your body having moments when it just feels safe? You see, so like, even if we do that a little shift now, so I've been talking, 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 I've been in my sympathetic nervous state, that's fine. That's just how we get stuff done. But if I wanna shift and feel safe, I need to shift out of that. So what I would often do is just take some deep breaths because this doesn't always require, a five-minute meditation, but even just now, let's take three breaths, one, do it with me if you're watching, two, three, and I can feel the shift in my body. If you've done it along with me, you'll feel the shift in yours. So it's really important that we just acknowledge this is just how the body works, but most of us haven't been taught that this is an important part of your hormone balance, your gut health and your energy. Also in terms of mood, if you struggle with anxiety or depression or just struggle with a lower mood, like I definitely have done and still do, it's really important again, because if you're, if you've got the sympathetic nervous state, you've got cortisol going on, that's going to create more sugar in your system and a more, uh, more insulin, um, mismanagement you know it's just like a non-optimal insulin levels if that makes sense throughout the day then that really affects your brain you know the body the brain uses about 20 percent of the glucose so it's it, it, it's a it sucks up a lot of our energy a lot of the sugars that we have because it works so hard and as soon as there is a dysregulation in your insulin and glucose management we'll just call it that the brain does really struggle. And that I really see that playing a big role in and um, with anxiety and depression. And the more you support that, the more you can actually optimize your own brain health. So I hope you can see how when we talk about the nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous state and the sympathetic nervous state, it's not just about you feeling rested or relaxed it really is about your biology working optimally having um being able to regulate your nervous system throughout the day is really one of the key foundations and essential for your gut health for your hormonal balance for your mood and for your energy it's not this detached thing that it's nice to be relaxed it's nice to breathe oh i should probably do that no it is essential for the optimal functioning of your systems and cells in your body. It is really, really crucial. It is not just some like, oh, it'd be nice, it'd be nice. No, it actually requires practice, tools, and training. For most of the clients I work with, this does not come easy. Doing the daily activations will probably feel like getting teeth pulled, so much resistance. You just don't have time. It's too long to sit down. You don't. All of this resistance is really normal, really normal. But it is really important. And m- the biggest mistake people make before they come and work with me is that they miss this. They don't apply this and then they'll limit and totally hinder their results. So one of the key foundations is supporting your nervous system. It really, really is. It's so important. And how do we do that? Number one, we've got meditation It's a great one or mindfulness practice. I've shared with you meditation I've made. You feel free to use that. I've sent you an instrumental version as well. But if you're already a meditator, feel free to do whatever you will want to do. If you don't like mine and my voice, that's totally fine. Do, but just do it. <laughs> Ideally in the morning, because the morning is the easiest time for people's cortisol to just go... Sky high, because like I said, we do naturally get a cortisol boost in the morning, but if you get that natural boost and then you add a bunch of coffee and then you eat a terrible breakfast and then you have people screaming at you, then you can see how you're just like off to the races. So really doing that in the morning time can be really helpful at some point, depending on your schedule, we can always chat that through in the Facebook group. So meditation, that's the main action we're going to focus on this week. Or it's just, it's really just about pausing and breathing. Another thing that's really clear in the research is some research showed that taking just I think it was between six and eight breaths, like we just did before, can be enough to shift your nervous system. So you could just finish a meeting that felt a bit you know you're a bit stressed out, and you're like oh gosh, you could just go you know maybe it was a Zoom meeting and you can just turn the computer off or just go to the toilet if it's an in-person meeting and just go and breathe, just take some intentional breaths. Six to eight breaths breaths—that's all it takes. So that's not even five minutes. That's like a minute of breathing, intentional breathing. Maybe while you're boiling a kettle, maybe while you're logging into something. Breath is so important. I often get clients just to get post-it notes and just write breathe on it. And just to post like post-its that say, breathe, breathe. (laughs) Like when you're washing your hands after the toilet, make it a habit to breathe intentionally. (sighs) Maybe get some nice hand lotion. that You smell when you go about your day really important so meditation breath work are all really well researched this this is all so well documented in the data and in the research it like and it's all free breathing is free meditating is free like and it is so so powerful for your gut health especially if you're dealing with ibs so powerful for your hormone balance for your energy and your brain health okay so make sure this week you do the daily activation with the meditation you can do my meditation and i hope that you like it but if you don't like it that's okay there's so many so many or even if you just put a timer on and some spa music and just sit and count your breaths in and out for five minutes the goal is that we you will see results in your belly in your hormones in your energy and in your brain and in your skin and in your joy levels If you learn to shift your nervous system throughout the day, if you learn to move, instead of being a stuck pendulum over here, just stuck all day, all day, all day, we, our job, my job for this week and my job with all my clients is to get this pendulum moving. And to begin with, it's going to feel like, uh, and then you'll immediately go back. Uh, And then we go back. That's fine. But that's the job to get that moving, that pendulum swinging again, because when that when you get, can get into a parasympathetic nervous state, your body wants to heal and repair. It does, it's just how it works, okay? So thank you for being here. I'm gonna hop in and answer all your comments and get to know you all in the group. I'll be hopping here live on Wednesday, but we have our masterclass. So the two things to prioritize this week are the daily activation meditations and the masterclass. So I would love to see you live. Let me know if you can't make it. There will be a recording that's available until um, I think the start of next week. So I would love, love, love to see the masterclass. And we're really gonna dive deeper. There'll be a bit more time. We're gonna do a bit of an activation together. And then we're gonna dive into like some more of the nitty gritty around like food and hormones and like some habits, tools, like, like what to do. <laughs> essentially, because I'm a big fan of practical action. So thank you for being here. I know this is a bit longer than normal, but I really wanted to get um, this message across about regulating your nervous system and why it is directly correlates to the symptoms you have. You're struggling with IBS, you need to regulate your nervous system. You have hypothyroidism, nervous system. You're struggling with postpartum burnout, you need to support your nervous system. If you have children, you, you most certainly need to support your nervous system because children are designed to like, constantly get like literally like actual cries are to get your cortisol going so that you respond so that they survive it's it's insane anyway sending you so much love thank you for listening i'm so glad that you are here please make sure you leave a review on itunes if you haven't done so already that would mean so much and I mean this podcast gets to be in front of even more people's ears and if you want to join me in the shift retreat and create that shift in your hormones and in your belly and in your energy and in your relationship with food and your body, the shift that you've been craving for a long time but unable to do on your own, come and join us in the shift retreat. This month payment plan's available and I would love to be with you in person. It's in North Berwick, so based in Scotland, March 2023, and I would love to see you there. Head to keziahall.com forward slash shift. keziahall.com forward slash shift.